Good afternoon and welcome to Talking with Frankie. After the nice episode with Father Diane Diaz last April, who talked about the grace of the sacrament of reconciliation, we had to take a long break because of the restrictions imposed by the COVID-19 pandemic. We are now back with the 10th episode and we have with us Father Thomas Worcester, Jesuit, President of Worship's College, Toronto, Jesuit School of Theology, and Prophecy of Church History. Father Tom is from Burlington, Vermont, the U.S. He received his PhD in history from Cambridge University, where his dissertation focused on preaching and religious culture in the early 17th century France. Father Tom, welcome to Southern Night Media, Toronto, and today's show, Talking with Frankie. How are you doing today? Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Okay. You are known as Jesuit priest and teacher. How do you combine those two elements of your life? Well, actually, I, I suppose they combine with some others as well. I would say priest and teacher and scholar and administrator and member of a religious order. So how That's about it. that? That's yeah. five things. Yeah. <laughs> so I've made the question harder. Uh, yeah. So, but, 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 you know, I think the five do all work together well for me. Now, maybe they wouldn't for everyone. Sure. It's probably a question of vocation, um, you know, and the various work that I do and so on. But I don't, I wouldn't say that I find attention, except in some days there's just too much to do. Uh, and choices have to be made, but everybody has to do that. You can't do everything every day. Um, but I, I wouldn't say uh, that I find it especially difficult to, to combine all those things. Okay. Um, for, for a Jesuit, I would say they're all traditional work. I've, you know, there are many right. Jesuits have done and do, still do these things. Yeah. So I feel I'm part of a tradition and that gives me a kind of energy. Uh, and hope as I do them. Yeah. And you are president of Precious College in Toronto. Can you tell us what that implies? Um, well, as it is, uh, you know, to some extent, like a CEO of another sort of, you know, corporation, nonprofit corporation. So being right. in charge of it, various aspects of it. Uh, that means supervising lots of different things. There's budget, there's planning. Uh, their personnel, so uh, there are staff and so on. Um, of course, I have help. We have a dean who's especially responsible for the faculty. Uh, so I'm not in this alone. We have a board. We have lots of people involved. Right. Um, but it's a kind of oversight position. It's a position of leadership to kind of help the college stay on track with its mission, its identity. Um, we, we, my, in my first year here, we actually wrote a strategic plan I'm more or less the implementer in chief of that. It's a plan for 2018 to 23. So those kinds of things uh, fall to me. Right. Um, so to provide leadership in those kinds of ways, to be also the college's ambassador or an, an ambassador of the college outside the college. So dealing with other Jesuit institutions, right. uh, various other colleges and so on in, in Toronto and well beyond. And talking about that, Regis College is affiliated to University of Toronto and part of TST Toronto School of Theology. Yes. What does this imply for the college, Father Tom? Well, I would say 
for the for the TST. So that's the Toronto School of Theology was created in 1970. Right. And it's a consortium of seven schools. We're one of the founding members, one of these seven original schools. There are three that are Catholic and four that are Protestant. So it has an ecumenic, Christian ecumenical dimension that's very strong. Uh, and I think that's a very good thing uh, for us to be involved in. Um, two of the others are Anglican, uh, one more evangelical, one more traditional high church, uh, that one is United Church of Canada and one is Presbyterian. On the Catholic side, we have the Diocesan Seminary, St. Augustine's, uh, and then also the University of St. Michael's College, uh, founded by the Basilians, which is right next door. Right. Um, so it's an interesting mix of schools. Then the U of T, University of Toronto, is one of the leading universities in the world. I saw recently in a survey of world universities, they're number 18, right. uh, which is not bad. Competition is severe, to say the least. Yeah. Uh, so we're playing in the big leagues there. We're affiliated with the University of Toronto, which means our degrees, uh, the civil degrees, are granted conjointly with the U of T. So when we have our graduation or convocation, there's a representative of the Chancellor of the University of Toronto who comes and participates in granting degrees. Right. So it, it means we're, uh, we're not simply by ourselves, we're not on our own. We are a university-based uh, faculty of theology. We have a memorandum of agreement with the University of Toronto and with the other theology schools to maintain certain academic standards and so on. Uh, so I think all of that's very, very good for us. Yeah, and you talk about interreligious dialogue and the college, like part of TST. Can mm -hmm. you talk more about the role of religious college in the ecumenical dialogue today? Uh, so again, I would say uh, through the TST, certainly. Uh, also, we, I would note, especially our dean, uh, Sister Susan Wood. Sister Susan, uh, right. Just, she's now in her second year. She's actually very well known for work in, right. in ecumenical relations, ecumenical dialogue. That's one of the reasons we're interested in hiring her. Right. Uh, to kind of uh, raise our profile in that area. Um, so I, and I would say we also, students are not necessarily Catholic, we're Jesuit and Catholic, uh, but we get other kinds of students, uh, Christian and others, and certainly we do get Protestant students of various kinds and so on. So within, our, within the college itself, there's diversity, religious diversity of various kinds, including ecumenical Christian diversity. Um, so I, I would say there are a number of ways in which that's the case. Yeah. And in what sense could theological studies contribute to a better understanding and response to the challenges of contemporary society? I, th I think theology is one of those fields that asks the really big questions. Right. Uh, you know, like what's the meaning of life? What matters most? What gets you out of bed in the morning? Uh, who am I? Who am I called to be? Um, those kinds of questions. I mean, I know philosophy does as well, and I'm not saying it's only theology, some other disciplines too from various perspectives, but theology is definitely one of those disciplines uh, that asks some very, very big questions. Uh, and the way we answer them can change over our lifetime too, but I think theology gives us tools, it gives us language, it gives us concepts, gives us a tradition to stand in in which we may uh, move forward into the future. Um, so I think theology helps us a lot uh, to, to, to deal with those questions that don't have easy, there are no easy answers. Right. Uh, and again, over a lifetime, the answers we give may change, but theology gives us a great deal of help, I think, in those areas. Okay. And are there many lay people who are interested in theological studies? Because although it's a school of theology, I presume it's open to lay people and other 
But originally, originally Regis was founded for Jesuits by Jesuits, so right. 1930, and it was that up until you know around 1970 or so, and then it, it began to change and open up to to other students. So we've had lay students now for you know almost 50 years, um, and I think I think a lot of lay people are interested from various points of view. And they're all different ages too. We have some students who are very young in their you know, 20s, young, low, early 20s and so on, who come with just a fresh bachelor's degree, who are still deciding what kind of career they want, what kind of work they're called to do and so on. Others we have who are much, much older. Some are in a kind of early retirement or second career, right. uh, sort of moving into this area. So we get lay people in those kinds of areas. Certain things tend to attract people, like spiritual direction is an area where lay students often are attracted. Um, sometimes the more practical sides of theology. Uh, but you get everything. There are some doing doctorates, PhDs as well. Uh, there's a wide range. I think the, most, the difficulty for some of the lay students is financial. Right. Uh, especially some of the international students uh, you know, who pay a higher rate of tuition and so on. That can be hard for them. Uh, to get the re financial resources together. So we do all we can to help them. And we're always looking for more donors and so on to help us with that kind of thing. So that's certainly a challenge, uh, sometimes the, those resources for, for some of our students, but the interest is there, there's no question. Well, some of them do want to go into ministry. Um, okay. So that could, that could be in a parish, it could be in a school, it could be like a chaplain in a school, a chaplain in a hospital, that kinds of various kinds of chaplaincy uh, that a lot of lay people do. Uh, you know, it could be something like spiritual direction. Again, I mentioned more and more lay people are going into that kind of work as well, but also academic careers. So it could be, you know, our degrees, the MA we have and the PhD and so on that are academic. Uh, could, you could teach in a high school and college, university, uh, become a scholar, uh, those, those kinds of things as well. We're, we're very keen on being both high-level academic and right. very high again with the U of T, very high-level academic, but also being pastorally active and to, 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 to form people for uh, careers that are much more pastorally oriented as well. And in this case, can you talk about the theology praxis relationship in the context of theological studies in Regis College? Well, our students study theology on the right. way, so they do, they do get a, a good taste of you know, what theologians have said about various things. But in the end, that's not enough. I mean, they're also called really to be, in a sense, theologians themselves, to be able to articulate themselves God talk, as theology is literally, to do God talk, but also to put it into practice, praxis, as you mentioned. So we have a lot of students uh, engaged in what we sometimes call field work or field education. They might be working with the poor in various ways in Toronto. Uh, there's plenty of opportunity, in some ways, sadly so, many homeless people, maybe even more so with the pandemic. There are lots of people in need. There's no shortage of that, to say the least. So in that sense, putting into practice, uh, you know, love of one's neighbor, especially those, those in greatest need and so on, those kinds of things, uh, students are very involved. Or again, for spiritual direction retreats, uh, for, you know, people who are kind of out in the lower rung of society that people think of anyway, economically, that these things be available, not just to sort of middle class or above people. Yeah. And can you talk about the different degrees that Regis offers right now? So we have, again, both academic and pastoral degrees. 
Uh, so, for example, at the master's level, the, the master of divinity or master of arts in ministry and spirituality uh, have a strong pastoral focus, uh, whereas a degree like the MA, master of arts, right. uh, is more strictly an academic degree. Sometimes people take that as a path into the PhD. So, you know, those kinds of things. Uh, at the doctoral level, besides the PhD, which is academic, I have a doctor of ministry, a DMIN. So again, a pastoral degree, but at the doctoral level, those are usually people who have been in full-time ministry for quite a few years uh, and come back and to, to kind of retool and kind of to have time for more reflection uh, and so on and to, to get a higher level degree actually in ministry. It's also true that some of our degrees are civil. We have authority granted to us by the uh, legislature of Ontario to grant civil degrees. Uh, but we also have authority from uh, from the Vatican, actually. The Congregation for Catholic Education in Rome right. uh, grants us authority to give what are called ecclesiastical degrees. So that's the, uh, uh, at the doctoral level, it's the S STD, Doctorate in Sacred Theology, Licentiate in Sacred Theology, so Master's level, and STB is the Bachelor in Sacred Theology. Um, so those uh, those degrees are often valuable for people going into some kinds of uh, Teaching in a seminary, for example, it's very, very important to have probably an STL and so on. So some of the students very much want the ecclesiastical degrees. So we have that as well as the, the civil degrees. Okay. And what does the college want to achieve in the future, Father Tom? We'd like to be more and more international, I think it's fair to say. We want to serve Canada and the Canadian church, but we also want to be thoroughly international. Uh, and so that means that, you know, that our students are... We help our students to kind of be open to the world and going out to the world, but also that we can bring to Toronto and to Regis students from around the world who wish to come to Toronto and benefit from what is here, a, a really first-class intellectual center. So that's, that's, I mean, unfortunately at the moment with the pandemic, with borders restricted and so on, it's an awkward moment for that agenda. It's like a very difficult time for the it's college. a very now. difficult time. A lot of our first year international students have yet to be able to cross the border into Canada. We hope they'll be here maybe by January. We don't know, but we will not back down on this. The international agenda is key to who we are as Jesuits. The first Jesuits were all international students in Paris. Not one was French. We're used okay. to being international. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, we, so we're not going to back down on that despite some current difficulties. We'll push ahead with that. We need to raise money. International right. students, again, often are more are needy than domestic students. They pay a higher tuition, for example. Mm -hmm. So it's not an easy path, but we know it's the right path for us. Yeah. So we will be moving in a more international direction. And although international students can't come right now, uh, I know the college, the courses continue online right now. Yes, the courses are all available uh, electronically. So okay. all of the courses are currently. Uh, I was at, we had an orientation session that was online a couple of weeks ago, and it was interesting to see students from really all over the world. Right. Um, so, you know, I, in some ways that's fine. You know, it's been... But of course, it's also good to be able to be in person too. So we hope right. that that will be possible. Maybe not the winter term, but hopefully by later in 2021. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And any final thought? And what else do people should know about Regis College, Father Thomas Foster? They should know that it's that it's named after Christ the King. All uh, right. It's, it's the Collegium Christi Regis, the College of Christ the King. We're proud of that. Uh, sometimes people think it's named after a French Jesuit, Jean-François Régis. I have no objection to Jean-François Régis and 17th century French Jesuits. 
but Christ the King is even more important, and he's our patron. Okay, so that is very good information to know. And thank you, Father Thomas also, for participating in Talking with Frankie. You can subscribe to Talking with Frankie on Spotify, iTunes Music, Sotenline.org, and our Facebook page, Talking with Frankie. Thank you all for listening. Many blessings. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you.